2: Hello, everyone, and welcome back to What the Folklore: Making Sense of Senseless Tales. I am your storyteller, Carmen.
0: Mover, Tyler. Sorry, I was eating a uh, vitamin gummy. I thought I could get it done in time.
1: Ooh, it's a, thats a rush. That's probably the most alive I ever feel. Is trying, to, <laughs> trying to like pack something away before recording starts. <laughs> before you have to speak out loud. <laughs> mm-hmm. Just in between little moments, secret snacks to yourself. <laughs>
2: The only secret snacks I have on my desk right now are the hard candies that I use to entertain the four-year-old in my brain when I need to focus on stuff. And the Freddybug secret snacks that Eric put on my desk a while ago to make my problem. So, can't do a good sneak.
0: <laughs> uh, sorry, I, I stepped on your introduction, Gordy. How's the vibes?
1: That, that's it.
0: You, you did it for me. <laughs> All right.
2: <laughs> good snack vibes.
1: But, how? yeah, how's the vibes? Uh pretty pretty g- gravy on this side <laughs> of the country this end looking at the the e the e3
0: mm-hmm.
1: um i'm not looking at e3 i don't i don't know what's happening at e3 uh halo currently still yep the, we didn't we didn't tuck that one into bed already <laughs>
2: no <Nah. laughs> Is it, is it is it a new one?
1: Mister Chief is still finishing this fight. Oh, he he's he's been at that since like two thousand five.
0: <laughs> it is a new one. Yes,
2: man, is he that Doctor Chief by now?
0: <laughs> one would think. Um, is it
1: is it worth digging into E three a little bit I, as I a think. as an intro yeah. topic? I don't know. Is it? <laughs> what do you got to say?
2: I haven't been watching it, so... Yeah, no I haven't
1: actually been watching. I click on the little trending topic real quick. Oh, there's there's old Master Chief. All right. <laughs> Fallout 76. We're just going to do a really, a really brief recap-based. Johnny Depp's Jack Sparrow. Uh, yep.
0: battle Battlefield. Um, looking pretty grim. They're making a new James Cameron Avatar game because um, they're making another James Cameron Avatar movie. What? 12 what? years after the first one What a grim spectrum of entertainment I am
1: Oh hey, Stalker, Stalker 2, that's something I have, I have no input on any of this Really I don't want to play any of these games Except for maybe Stalker
2: Yeah, I play like one game at a time And I'm set, so I'm good, I don't need to consume Media about media that I could consume In the future
0: Let's consume ancient video games
2: Yeah I have a delicious snack for us here uh, to consume instead.
0: This is visual novels before visuals. And I guess novels, now that I think about it.
2: Yeah, the novel was like a, a f- relatively recent invention <laughs> of the human spirit.
1: I, I guess so. When, when did we start putting those together?
2: Um, I know Victor Co- Hugo
1: was... A couple hundred years?
2: Yeah. Like he was one of, one of the early novelists. Uh, before that it
1: was just the bullshit we're about to read
2: yeah it was just a lot of bullshit it was first spoken bullshit and then they put the bullshit down into words so that Mm. we would have records of the bullshit and now we're bringing it back to spoken because you know like um 70s fashion trends it it comes back (laughs) around
1: fairy tales are in vogue books is pretty good though have you checked some of those out recently
2: I have. I do a little bit of booking before um, sleeping.
1: They're they're still making them, and they're they're pretty good. Some of them,
2: yeah, not all there's, of them.
0: There's some clunkers.
1: Yeah, I mean, I mean, like with any media, you're gonna get some stinkers. But I but I feel like I've uncovered some some pretty juicy ones. You got any wrecks? Uh, this is not going to be a bit. <laughs> no, at, <this> is <laughs> at, at all. This is uh, a yeah, legitimate We're service. officially starting book three. Yeah, read read Mexican Gothic. That that was that was a banger.
2: I've been um, working through uh, T. Kingfisher's uh, collections. And I've enjoyed those quite a bit. Clockwork Boys, yo.
0: Tyler, what you got? Uh, I read The Changeling by Victor LaValle, which was very good. Uh, especially yeah, if you enjoy folk tales, which I assume you do, listener.
2: If you don't, I'm very sorry for what's about to happen for the next thirty minutes <laughs> to an hour.
0: Uh, some of it gets a little gruesome, but outside of that, very enjoyable read. It's billed as a horror. I would more call it a a tense attention a, tension, a tense, thriller I tense guess is what attention. They, <laughs> I, I guess is what they call those. I like tense attention.
2: Well, I'm gonna bring the oral medium back to the written medium uh, with a folktale from Nigeria today.
0: I have heard the title of this, and it was a mouthful.
2: It is quite a a bit of words to remember in your brain. Mm. Uh, So, we are reading today The Woman, Her Husband, Their Children, and the Dodo. Uh, This is a tale from the House of People from Nigeria, and I am sourcing this from the book Fearless Girls, Wise Women, and Beloved Sisters, Heroines and Folktales from Around the World by Kathleen Regan.
0: That one has done us right in the past.
2: I don't know if I've read much from this one, but probably it has.
0: I remember the title of it, so something good happened. Cool.
2: Hopefully not this one. I still live in fear of the day that I just read you an entire folktale that we've totally read before and none of us remember (laughs) it until someone points it out.
0: I look forward to that day, personally. Do you? Yeah, that's like a a free remix of an episode. (laughs) and We don't even have to plan it.
2: What if we accidentally make all the same exact jokes, though?
0: Start buying lottery tickets.
2: We've learned and grown not at all from the first time we read the tale to forgetting it and reading it again.
0: I mean, listen, tying it back to E3, HD remakes are in vogue.
2: That's fair. Also, Disney Just re-release to do it with, the- with all yeah. their old catalogs. So re-release we should- the
0: same thing slightly different. That's fine. But it looks yeah. better.
2: We'll add a new song and we'll call will- it done.
1: I will continue buying Shadow of the Colossus for like each <laughs> subsequent console that they re-release it on.
0: Anytime they want you to. Yeah, that's like
1: it's like the only the only game I've really gone for those in cuz it just it looks better and better. And that that PS2 could like barely run
0: that game. <laughs> and we all know how I feel about Kingdom Hearts.
2: Yeah, we we're intimately familiar with how you <laughs> feel about Kingdom Hearts. Shall we get into this? Please. All right. The woman, her husband, their children and the Dodo. A man and his wife had six children, and then famine times happened, which is not a thing you want to happen when you have six children you're responsible for.
0: That's when you start picking favorites.
2: Yep. Uh, So the woman says, all right, we're going to go to the the bush somewhere to find some leaves to eat. Like, we're not going to uh, rely upon the local farming economy. We're going back to the hunting-gathering situation. Uh, So she and her husband go out and they separate. She takes a basket and makes a paste with some indigo and water. And then she comes across some guinea fowl. She announces to the guinea fowl, Guinea fowl of Egypt, come, let me do your hair for you and dress it with indigo.
0: I don't trust her. She has ulterior motives here.
2: You don't trust an impromptu bird barbershop?
0: <laughs> I do not. Just a pop-up bird barbershop? Yeah. No.
2: Well, the guinea fowls do trust an impromptu uh, pop-up bird barbershop. Uh, and they do come to it and cluster around here. Uh, she anoints the head of one with indigo doing a sweet-ass hair job on it. And then another comes and she wrings its neck and puts her foot on it. And
0: what do the others think of that?
2: It is unclear whether they witnessed it or whether they're like, well...
0: Too busy admiring the one job she did do.
2: Yeah, like maybe they they just missed the murder entirely because there is... This cool new hairdo around. Um, Maybe they witnessed it and they're like, "Ugh, that's not great." But man, look at the dye job on uh, on Bird Hilda over here. Uh, We, I mean, it's worth it's worth the risk, right? Uh, So she keeps Sweeney totting them until the (laughs) sun sets.
0: She eat them. If it works, it works. Yeah. Eat them up. I tried to warn them. My conscience Uh is clear.
2: city on fire (laughs) Ah, so she tells the birds to go home until tomorrow and the guinea fowls leave she fills up her basket with the dead ones and brings the bounty of them home next day she does the same and then on third day her husband's like you should rest like you've been working really hard bringing us a lot of birds and also Also, we don't eat this much guinea
0: fowl (laughs) uh
2: so i'll handle it So he goes to the bush. He tries to open the same impromptu pop-up bird barbershop, but he just goes straight for the neck ringing. He doesn't even do a bird's hair, so all of the birds are like, nope, and leave him (laughs) alone for the rest of the day.
0: That's like the most crucial part, is that you get that first bit right.
2: Yeah, like Sweeney Todd had to to do some barbering to get the word of mouth out so that other people would come to his barbershop before he could pack (laughs) pies full of man meat. I don't know, just learn from that. So he only has one bird to bring home at the end of the day, and the children try to take the bird, and he takes it back from them, going, kids, I'm in the bush all day working hard, and you guys relax at home, and then you grab my guinea fowl? I'm not letting you have it.
0: Do they not have leftovers from the hundreds of birds that I assume she slaughtered?
2: Uh, No, I I guess they ate all (laughs) all of them.
1: It really just went through every bird.
2: I don't know if, like, maybe she's doing, like, a lot of birds' hair so that the lottery of hair to murder is more in the guinea fowl's favor so that they are are more likely to come try for a cool hair job. Uh, but, yeah, they don't have any other birds. And their mother's like, Ugh, husband, you totally fucked my whole plan up and we have to go to a different place to get food because they're never going to trust the pop-up barber shop again <laughs> now that they know that they might all just get murdered.
0: She had to actually learn how to do bird hairdos for this yeah, plan. Yeah, like, sh-
2: she went... You know, and you it's to- ruined
0: in an instant.
2: You have to go to a special school for cosmetology. You have to get licenses. Uh, I mean, there's a lot of barriers to entry there. I think you almost need more training to be a cosmetologist than you do to be, like, an electrician. <laughs> which is crazy. Uh, so the next day, she goes back to the bush, and she comes upon a river where she spends a little bit of time just watching all the beasts of the the bush come and drink and then set off uh, back into the wilds. So as they're moving away, she gets up and she shouts, Hey! Hey, elephant! You one-eyed, one-legged, one-eared rascal! Uh Uh-huh. And the first elephant turns around and and is like, Hey, you talking to me? She says, No. The next one goes, You talking to me? And she says, No, and continues on until the very last (laughs) elephant in line asks and then she's like yeah yeah you how how
0: many elephants did she have to go through
2: um i'm guessing at least four or five
0: was this like 25 minutes of saying no to elephants
2: (laughs) yes
1: i like to get a little elephant time in in my day
2: um so what 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 do you think the plan is here Sometimes I like to take your temperature on where you consider the story stories. What been. do I
0: think she plans to do to this elephant?
2: Yeah, like, why Why is she insulting an elephant? I
0: mean, certainly the end goal is murder. I don't quite know how we're gonna get there.
2: Gordy, vibe check on elephant insults?
0: On elephant what? Insults. Insults?
2: Don't, mm-hmm.
1: don't insult them.
2: <laughs> Bad vibes?
1: What, what did they do to you? They're just doing their, their best out there, I think. Well, that
2: elephant goes back to the river thinking it was a fish that had shouted insults at it. So it just wades into the water and begins chucking a bunch of fish out of the water and then shouts, I'll do the same to you tomorrow if you're rude to me again.
0: What the fuck (laughs) is this elephant talking about?
2: (laughs) I thought a fish called it a one-eyed, one-legged, one-eared rascal.
0: It was clearly a woman. She spoke to the whole tribe of elephants.
2: Yeah, but that one, I guess, was farther away, so didn't see her and assumed it was a fish and didn't know how to discover which fish. So just chucked random fish out as an example and then shouted a warning in case in case it didn't get the right fish. So the woman... I, co-
0: I guess this is an efficient way to get fish. It's certainly faster than doing the fishing yourself.
2: I suppose so. I'm impressed that she knows so much about the sensitivity of elephants that she... <laughs> <laughs> she concocted this plan out of nothing.
0: I mean, I find it bizarre, but fuck me, because it worked.
2: Yeah, like, I mean, I assume she knows more about elephants than I do. I I do not live in close proximity to one. The closest Thanks. elephant to me is in the Atlanta Zoo, as far as I'm aware. I haven't actually been to the Yellow River Game Preserve. Uh, if they have an elephant, then I'm totally wrong. But... Is that
1: that weird safari...
2: I don't know. We've got a few weird animal places in Georgia. I haven't been there, so I need to to check. So she collects the fish in her basket. She feeds her family. She does this for many days. of just insulting an elephant into fish revenge. Then one day her husband offers to let her rest again. And he goes and does the same elephant insult. So I don't know if she told him to do this or if this is just a known thing. (laughs) That you can insult elephants for fish. Mm Mm-hmm but he's not particularly intelligent about it because the first elephant asks, hey, you mean me? And he says, yeah, I mean you. And she can <laughs> and see him clearly.
0: subsequently murdered. Is this a, a yeah. reliable method?
2: Apparently this is a reliable fishing method, so try it on your local elephant today.
0: Your, well, not elephant. has to be a herd, because Those as we see here,
2: yeah, you <laughs> saying to yes just...
0: to the first one has consequences, I'm sure
2: right like you need a distant elephant who can't see you very clearly and might mistake you for a fish uh so she turns and she can see him clearly and she says huh, that's not a fish it's a man and now i'm being insulted like that other elephant that i didn't care about until you know i started to feel personally hurt by this situation uh so she responds as most people would and sets the bush on fire and he only escapes by the skin of his teeth so he gets home after this in- attempted murder by flames and calls out, Mother of my children. And she just goes, Why do you call me? You've spoiled another market for me. <laughs> to come up with a new plan to feed our family. <laughs> Idiot. Uh, so she goes out the next day and she finds a compound uh, where there's a dodo.
1: Feel like the like the bird?
2: It's not actually. This is a, a word in the native language of the house of people that means ghoul. Oh. So, it's, I, like, I definitely went into the story expecting a silly bird situation, but we have a ghoul instead, I which I think is a great an upgrade. This is huh. Ni- Nigerian. Yes. Yeah, I don't.
1: I don't remember the dodo being native to that area.
2: <laughs> yeah, I don't think it was. But ghouls are,
0: as we all know.
2: Oh, so the ghoul was uh, had killed a man and was bringing it home. He gets to the door of the compound and he says, Baram, and the door opens. And he takes the the man's body and he leaves it in there. And then he comes out and he says, Zarga Gun, and the door shuts and he goes away. So the woman's like, yes, I have the pass key now.
0: <coughs> this will do nicely.
2: Sweeney Todd activates. So she goes and uh, she says, Baram, at the door and she goes inside and she does not collect the man meat as i expected her to uh but she does find a bunch of rice and millet and cassava flour and oil and other like good cooking ware uh so she does a full grocery shop of this compound <laughs> she leaves and she tells uh, zarga gun gun to the door to get it to close uh so she keeps up her trips to ghoul aldi, aldi for seven days
0: I am begging this woman not to tell her husband about this place.
2: The ghoul Piggly Wiggly. Um, <laughs>
0: the big e-ghoul.
2: Uh, and then then on the, the seventh raised day, I don't know which, the husband offers to, to do the grocery shopping for her.
0: This is gonna end in tears.
2: So he goes to spy on the ghoul. He gets the same passcodes. He opens the door with Varam and then he says Zarga Gun, and the door shuts behind him. Idiot. And he starts collecting the food, uh, probably looking at the grocery list and getting things wrong if we're going with all of the husband tropes (laughs) that this man appears to be uh, following to a T. A real Jerry, (laughs) this fellow. Jerry? Jerry from uh, Rick and Morty. Oh, I see. Uh, So after he finishes grocery shopping, he's like, I need a snack. You know how, like, you get hungry when you're grocery shopping. You You should
0: not go grocery shopping when you're hungry. No, it's a terrible idea. That also ends in tears.
2: (laughs) Ends in tears and unnecessary muffin purchases. (laughs) Uh, So he takes a cooking pot and he puts some water on to boil, uh, which is uh, this grocery shopping equivalent of opening the, uh, the box of... Uh, Twinkies and grabbing one before you check out because he wants to, to cook some rice and give the snack before he heads back home. So he hangs out in the compound until the rice is cooked and he had just taken the pot off the fire when dun 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 the, the dodo is there. The hey bud. Like, Who the hell are you? And the man's like it wasn't me I uh, this is my first time coming here oh god. <laughs> and the dodo's like yeah you're a damn liar because there's someone coming here taking my corn every day. I don't know the etiquette. I Like, I did not open a Publix here. What are you doing? Uh, so the man immediately throws his wife under the bus and says that she's the one who's been, been coming here and taking his food. And the Dodo says, All right, well, you finish your rice snack there, buddy. And then I'm going to mount you and you're going to take me to the mother of your children. Like a horse? Yeah, like a horse. So the man says, Yep, can do. Absolutely. That sounds great. <laughs> and he finishes eating his rice. And well, yeah, the he's d-
0: got to have the—he's got to have horse strength now. <laughs>
2: yeah, he needs to carve a load. <laughs> uh, so when he finishes, the dodo tells him to go get the saddle, and uh, then the dodo saddled him up and rode him to his house. Cool.
0: He knows the way.
2: Uh, so the man calls out to his wife to come meet him, and she looks out the door, and then she, like, I guess, heavy sized, says, <laughs> All right, kids, your dad has done a bad thing. She, <laughs> she just mutters fr- to
0: herself, It was a fucking grocery trip.
1: <laughs> it was one simple job.
2: <laughs> I made you a list, and you brought a ghoul home. <laughs> you, gotta,
1: you gotta I don't
2: see any get. groceries. You gotta just side curbside pickup. Imagine
0: if you just asked your partner to go get, like, milk and eggs, and an hour later, you hear them calling outside, and you look, and they're being ridden like a horse by a monster. Um, What went wrong this day? Or what went right. I think, I
1: mean, that's, I don't like the word content. Content. <clears throat> and I don't want to say it, but I have. Sure, <laughs> um, and and that is that, that dam's
0: already broken. I
1: think, and I think, you know, at, at Ghoul Writer on TikTok or whatever would we'll probably get some hits. <laughs> All
2: right, so she's like, "All right, kids, your dad has done a bad thing, and he's brought us a ghoul instead of snacks." Um, so the, the children clung in panic to their mom, and the dodo shouts, "Hey, get out here! You ate my corn. I'm gonna eat you." Fair's fair. Uh, so I, I guess they have to because it was they were told to. They do come out. They don't it put is up the a fight about that. Yeah, like, uh, it's entrapment. <laughs> so they set along a path until they get to the dodo's home, and the weirdly, dodo's it com- does
0: say that in the rule book.
2: Yeah, if a if a dodo tells you to to come out because you owe them a life debt for the corn you've stolen, you do mm-hmm. have to.
0: It doesn't say that dogs can't play basketball, but it does say that.
2: Right, that would have been a good Air Bud sequel, also. <laughs> uh, so, I guess the Dodo just like leaves them in there like a larder because he, uh, he's about to head out for his rounds, doing whatever mysterious Dodo business he has outside, and he tells the mom to cook one of her children for him and have have it ready for him when he gets back. So he leaves, and a little bit later, a mouse comes out and asks her why she's crying. And she says, "Well, the the dodo said I'd need to cook my child, and that's kind of a bummer."
0: The dodo has invoked the child cooking law.
2: And The mouse says, that "Oh, okay."
1: Chestnut again.
2: You can you can put your kid in my mouse hole. And she's like, You're "Yeah, what? that sounds great." The Wait, mouse hole.
1: Mouse hole.
2: Yeah, it's a mouse. It has oh. a hole that it lives in. Not. A, he said yeah, not mouth a butthole. No. <laughs> But just really stick your child
0: in my cheekies
1: And carry him around Like he would a, a, a nut Or a
2: razor <laughs> or something Oh, So she she shoves her kid in the mouse hole uh, I assume That it is mouse hole sized And that there is Just some uh, some changeling magic At play here
0: I assume painfully
2: Yeah I, I doubt it was comfy Uh, Then she goes and she takes some of the human flesh that the dodo had been collecting because the dodo just like keeps things around in his larder which is, I guess, why it's easy to mistake this for an Aldi. And uh, she cooked that up instead and that works because there's a kid gone and there's meat here and he does not (laughs) do careful inventorying.
0: Dodo Dodo enjoys his meal and says, checks out.
2: Yep. Do the same tomorrow. So she keeps doing... Yep. She keeps doing this until all of her children had vanished into the mouse hole. Never uh, to
0: be seen again.
2: So then the dodo t- tells her before he goes out, um, before I get back, I'm going to need you to cook yourself.
0: Uh, How, dodo? Dodo how? <laughs> how do I do that, dodo?
2: And she says, okay. God, I... Finger guns.
0: Like a stew, I guess? Yeah. I just make a really hot bath and die in it? And... Takes a a lot of
1: like concentrated effort from yourself to do that, doesn't
2: it?
0: <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> to not escape.
2: The seasonings on yourself are going to be a little lackluster, I think. In this case, you also can't taste as you go, so yeah. it's it's going to be a disappointing meal.
0: This is a challenge for any true chef.
2: That that's the ultimate challenge. <laughs> so, uh, Gordon Ramsay, you ain't shit on this woman.
0: Iron Chef, my goddamn ass. <laughs> <laughs> if you can't cook yourself to perfection, what are we doing that, here?
1: I I haven't uh, dipped into many of the, the food challenges recently. I would if the secret ingredient was was themselves.
0: <laughs> was Bobby Flay? What's
1: the, the guy who's the guy? Bobby Flay who cooks like, Bobby Flay? <laughs> yeah who's the guy who like whips the cloth off and does the ingredient? The chairman? The chairman? Yes. I I would also settle for a clone of them. Like, if they didn't have to do it to their own living <laughs> human body, but they did have to do it to their clone um, who, who looks exactly
0: like them and does, uh, does plead. They had to flambe their prestige. Yeah, I would watch...
2: Yes. I would definitely watch the Soylent Green challenge of Iron <laughs> Chef where the chairman whips it off and is like, your secret ingredient is... People! <laughs> he just whips
0: a uh, cloth off the table and it's a fucking mirror. <laughs> the secret ingredient is you. It's extreme cooking.
2: Uh, so she says, okay. Gives him the finger guns. He leaves. She grabs some more people meat from the, the larder. And then she also takes some rice and cassava flour and oil, because if she's here, she's going to do some grocery shopping. She takes all that into the mouse's hole and hides there with her kids. <sniffs> so the dodo returns to his cooked people meat and says, mm, Good for nothing, woman. I've gotten my vengeance by eating all of them, her and her kids.
0: Where is he still riding the husband around?
2: I assume so, because <laughs> the man has not been present for any of this, and he now turns to the husband, informing us that... That he has been here this whole time, uh-huh. uh, so I do like the image of him just still saddled up with a bit in his, his mouth. The dota just like <laughs> just threads him around. <laughs> uh, so he turns to the husband and he says, "I'm not taking you to the bush with me today. Stay here and cook yourself. It's been fun having a man steed, but <laughs>
0: <laughs> enough's enough.
2: Yeah, like I, I've been skipping <laughs> Lake Day too much by lot riding of fun you around."
1: Does um does your Fitbit track that as a step?
2: <laughs> when you when you ride a man? Yeah. Um, I don't know, do you have a Fitbit? You can test it out.
1: I do, but I don't know anyone who's willing to let me ride them like a horse.
2: <laughs> well, are you ready are you willing to be a horse for something <clears throat> else? Because you could always strap the Fitbit on your partner and Not and... especially.
0: Sounds like a grant to me. <laughs>
2: And yeah, it's been a while since we've done a science here. We gotta get on that. Um, Google uh, Docs does not appreciate the "cook yourself" directive and would like me <laughs> to change that to "cook for yourself." So Google Docs <laughs> does not does not in fact enjoy um, self. Whoa, whoa, whoa!
0: <laughs> I know you like to kin around, but let's talk about this.
2: Do I do I need to call the FBI or a a doctor for you? Uh, So the man, when left alone, goes, well, if I have to cook myself, I might as well have a snack first. So he makes some rice and eats it. This Uh, man loves rice. He he likes to make himself little snacks before he does a, a moderate amount of work.
0: And I get it. Rice is good, but man.
2: So he sets one pot on the fire for the rice and one pot on the fire for himself. And he eats his rice, and then he tries to get into the boiling pot, and he's like, oh no, this sucks. How <laughs> did you even do this, wife?
0: <laughs> oh, wife.
1: How have you done John, this? I don't like this at all, actually.
2: Uh, so he cannot force himself in, because the survival instincts are just too strong. to Just go ahead first, water. bud.
0: That's going to solve itself.
2: Well, he does try that. He tries to do a running jump. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's the key. You got to get in there quick. You gotta cook that brain first so it stops telling you not to do it.
2: (laughs) Don't give me signals, brain. (laughs) Steam you up real good.
0: You gotta clip those wires.
2: (laughs) Um, So he tries to do a running jump into the boiling water, but he ends up just smashing the pot. (laughs) So Uh, now there's
0: boiling water everywhere.
2: Yeah, I'm sure this didn't feel good, uh, but he is... He is dedicated. I'll give him this. Like, he's he's been told to do something, so he's gonna do it. Uh, so he grabs another pot, and he, he gets into the water before it's boiling. Um, and it's just like, well, let's do this. So his wife, I guess, has been watching from the mouse hole this whole time, <laughs> and this was she's at like, oh my god. this fucking display. <laughs> oh my god. All right. Come here, you idiot. Just... She's covered
0: in boils and blood and glass or pot shards now.
2: uh, Yeah, she says confound you. She's like, oh my god. Oh, you idiot. Alright, come on. She gets out and she's like, get into this hole. Um, She puts some different meat into the pot and she grabs some more rice and flour and oil. um, While she's here, she might as well. And goes back into the hole. So the dodo comes back and he's like, haha, I have eaten all the rascals. Um, so then he begins preparing his tuwo, which is a usual evening meal made of guinea corn and um the book gave me like a full list of the steps of preparation. Just know that it's there's a lot. Mm-hmm. Um So the tuwo was smelling very appetizing, and that jerry of a husband leaves his hole and he's like, Hey god hey,
0: damn it
2: <laughs> Hey, you stirring the tuwo, give me a lick. Fuck you <laughs>
0: You're too stupid
2: to live. (laughs) You couldn't grocery shop and you can't even play dead right. (laughs) The dodo looked around and he couldn't actually see anyone. Uh, I guess, I don't know if these people have shrunk to be mouse-sized for this (laughs) purpose. I don't know what's going on here. Does
0: the dodo believe in ghosts?
2: The dodo might just have really bad vision. Um, so the man goes on, No, you! You! Stirring the two-oh! It's you I'm talking to! Please give me some when you're finished. Uh, so the mother from the hole grabs a stirring stick and wallops him hard on the backside. Like, stop it! You, you don't. And he, he turns around and he's like, Hey, mother of my children, hold on! I was only asking him to spare me a little.
0: Kill this man! <laughs>
2: So the dodo figures he's got a pest problem and he goes to collect all the beasts of the bush to help him out. Um, So yes, they don't have a dedicated pest control so you just call everyone. You just
0: call the local bear.
2: So all the beasts come along and and he points to the mouse hole and he says, that hole there, he says, I want the people in it caught and brought out. So a bunch of the animals are like, camel camel this is a job for you camel go on go on camel go do it and the camel's like no why is this a
0: job for camel what are they talking about
2: i don't know everyone kind of has the consensus that this is definitely camel's uh, area of expertise and the camel also disagrees and he says no make ostrich do it ostrich has a small neck and head perfect for holes what are you talking about
0: literally all ostrich does is stick its fucking neck in holes
2: oh so the mother while this debate is going on yeah, it was do, born
0: for this I do love hole
2: And putting head in it So the mother was listening to all this And uh, she takes a knife And is sharpening it while they're debating uh, And came to the mouth of the hole The ostrich stuck her head in And the mother grasped the head And slaughtered the oster- ostrich And outside the ostrich's tail fell down to the ground So all the beasts of the bush See this part and they're like Oh man ostrich has grabbed something and can't get out Uh, So they're dancing around to help and then the ostrich collapses out of the hole headless, like a horror movie. (laughs) So now the whole gathering of animals scatters away at full speed with the hyena shouting, what a singularly pointless trick to invite us here just to shorten our heads. (laughs) Just Very very put out about it. And the dodo said, fine, I'm leaving the compound and never coming back, which is also how I feel every time I see a bug in the house. So, I get it. Get it, Dodo. You can't you can't deal with the pests, so you just leave. Move to a new home. So the Dodo leaves, the woman comes out with her family, including the husband who has, through the grace of her, really, survived this whole ordeal. They help themselves to the remaining corn and rice. They go home. The famine came to an end. And you know how stories sometimes have that like fun little end cap Uh phrase? Well this one does too.
0: Just really button this up for us
2: Yeah alright you ready to You ready to like close this out Yeah I ate the rat he didn't eat me So thoughts
0: Should we all just start saying that Like every night before we go to sleep
2: I ate the rat he didn't eat me
0: Yeah just as another Like a confirmation That we won Today.
2: Yeah. We're still here.
0: <laughs> it's basically not today, Satan. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <But> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it is.
0: I fucking hate that guy.
2: He is the worst.
1: The the Jerry? Yeah. He's not he's not great.
2: However, um uh, you you know the I mean it's been it's been a while since we've talked about everybody loves Raymond, right? you <laughs> like, were due. Sure. I would, I would kind of love a remake of that style of worthless husband, put upon wife sitcom, where it does involve a ghoul riding the man, <laughs> where like where it's, it's still modern times, <laughs> and groceries and stuff, but the consequences are these are the story.
0: You want an episode where um, off screen we hear raymond shout deborah and she walks outside and he's being ridden like a horse (laughs) by a ghoul by a ghoul yes
2: i want everyone everybody loves raymond but the one thing that changes is that there's like ghosts and goblins and ghouls about that they're dealing with
1: a a deeply darkly supernatural reboot
0: of, of that show and the ghoul, that... the, ghoul sh- the ghoul shouts out, you owe a life debt. Cook me, Brad Garrett. <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: everybody loves Raymond, but they have a, a dire need of an exorcist or a necromancer <laughs> or something.
2: But like the main family is still a perfectly ordinary sitcom suburban family. It's Any... just all the problems that they're dealing with Involve some kind of monster But Any... they Go ahead They themselves react to it And act as though everything Is typical Like early aughts suburbia
1: Yeah Anytime the the main family is on camera It is shot like a sitcom Anytime we cut away from them To other people It's shot like the exorcist <laughs>
2: Yeah, that's the sitcom I want. Watch the shit out of that. We can we can toss a little bit of home improvement in there. We've got the neighbor that you never see their face because the neighbor is some kind because of Because they lack monster. one. Yeah, they don't have one.
0: It's the neighbor without a face. He is a spookum. <laughs>
1: I don't really know that much else about Everybody Loves Raymond. I didn't actually watch it that often. <laughs>
2: yeah, it's, so it's been I, I a wish, long time. I
1: wish that I wasn't could, your aesthetic, Gordy. Growing up, I wish I could riff on this, but I, I really have just about reached the end of my knowledge.
2: <laughs> I just like I want every sitcom trope that this family does, but they are just they are surrounded by supernatural beings and they act like that that, that's not happening so every episode is dealing with some like dumb mundane upper middle class problem (laughs) with ghouls around so you can see that there are like there are real actual problems the world's going to shit but they are worried because uh, Nancy has the same dress for the prom as Susanna and what are they gonna do about that and maybe um like Maybe the older sister is pregnant. Oh, no. But there's a ghoul next door. (laughs) And one (coughs) rides Raymond into work every morning. (laughs) Like, every morning, he saddles up. He puts (laughs) on a saddle, he stands out in the driveway, and a ghoul comes and rides him. But they never talk about it, because they're too busy arguing over the generic brand cereal that they bought this time, instead of the real cereal. I don't know enough about sitcoms to also pull up sitcom tropes, but...
0: The twins pooped the bed.
2: Jeremy's that a trope?
0: <laughs> yeah, that's in every fucking sitcom. The twins pooped the bed. Uh is it? It's like a bottle episode. Deborah! It's, it's the twins poop. The, the, the bed, bed. Debra! <laughs> the is... Twins pooped the bed episode. Is it? There's a
1: there's an it's always sunny episode about I think who pooped the bed. That was what they were riffing on. Is is this a real thing? No. Okay, because it could be, for all I know.
2: <laughs> okay, I've looked up Seems on TV org all the sitcom tropes that we can include in this sitcom. We've mm-hmm. Got 24 hour party people. Those could definitely be cryptids. The annoying younger sibling, the bratty teenage daughter, the bumbling dad. Check. <laughs> A dumbass teenage son, dysfunctional f- family, henpecked husband. Uh, pointy-haired boss also could be a, a cryptid. Um, weasel co-worker could also be a cryptid. Okay, so plots. Abuse of the return policy. <laughs> Can't get away with nothing. Caught coming home late. Being a- ridden after, by a ghoul. Af-
1: yeah, after, <laughs> after being haunted by, by grublins all night.
2: <laughs> Dead pet sketch. Dinner with the boss.
1: Dead pets come back to life using the return policy. Return your soul. Or your life. Or your blood cauldron.
2: Uh, Forgot to pay the bill. (laughs) Just one extra ticket. Office sports. Shower of awkward. Oh, that's when one character accidentally sees another character in the shower. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we can have that while in the background, like, it is people are being eaten. <laughs> uh, soul-crushing desk job. Deal with a lot of, like, those sort of things. Like, he comes home and she, he's complaining about completely ordinary desk job things, but he is ridden to work by a ghoul <laughs> like a horse and no one ever comments on it. <laughs> Wild teen party while the parents are out.
0: In the mouse hole.
2: Yeah, I, I feel like we could write one hell of a sitcom, so... I don't know. Clear your schedules.
0: It's it's just that scene from the Aristocats where the Winnie the Pooh mouse gets wasted but it's with all the kids stuck in the mouse hole.
2: (laughs) Uh, Do you have any other thoughts on this one?
0: Uh, I appreciate that the children got a shout out in the title despite just being a hive entity in the (laughs) plot (laughs) of the story.
2: They're just props being replaced by miscellaneous man meat. (laughs) Also, (laughs) Like, she does cook humans in this, no problem. (laughs) It's just previously dead ones. (laughs) So she does kind of run the full Sweeney Todd plot from Barbary to uh, making the best pies in London. Have a little priest.
0: Uh, I usually take down title options just from the opening and the story, like by the time we get to the discussion, I'm usually full up on what I think the options will be, but I am going to type miscellaneous man meat right now. Cause I don't want to forget it.
2: <laughs> all right. So thank you all for listening to our um, sitcom pitch. If you happen to know people who are taking pitches for pilots, uh, hit us up on Twitter or something because uh, we would, we, we got one for them. We'll, we'll write up a pilot. It'll be great. <laughs> um, thank you for uh, tweeting about the show, sharing it with your friends, uh, using it to punish your children when they misbehave, various other ways of getting the listenership up. We appreciate that. Uh, thank you to all of our patrons who support the show and keep us entertained on Discord with your dank memes and your um, good schemes and thank you to our top tier patrons trickery treats brendan the guy with a spare MacGuffin, hearius pink nectary ubaloo in honor of my father sending me a ficus for valentine's day becca a friendly lobster kelly in vain i have struggled it will not do you must tell allow me to tell you how ardently i admire and love you i assume from the rest of mr darcy's <laughs> quote there i do love that book so yeah i'm glad to you, you had that at the ready I mean, I have read it several times and might go read it again now. Uh, <laughs> Katarina. you been
0: activated. Yeah. That's your winter soldier <laughs> phrase to just go read more.
2: It's time for some Jane Austen followed by <laughs> some Charlotte Brunt. Let's go. Uh, Katarina, funky little strawberry. Lemur, spaghetto, drinking deep at the trial of gender fluids. Caitlin, Danielle, Wyatt, by Pride Faye, Olwen, queen of terrible taste. Ali Detroit become crab Cobus cat, Vespa took a break from podcasts in 2020 but is now caught up to May of 2021. Versus keeper of too many OCs Pyrus Nathan the Scott, Alex banjo bug Dave dressed only in pancakes Mm. mmm tastiest outfit Maya Gray goetic prince yeah Dave (laughs) oh my
0: (laughs) Uh, I stepped over whoever that last one was
2: Maya Gray goetic prince of the arcane. Hi Listus of Wimbus, Little Smorgasbord, Haley, Dominic, Justin, Willow Winter Root slash Ladybug, Izzy, Heather High Melody of the Cult of Cricket, and Jenna. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And thank you always, Doug. Thank you, Doug. Thank you, Doug. We're What the Folklore. That's what how it works.
0: You want to do that again?
2: Sure, I guess. <laughs> We're What the Folklore, and that's how it works.
0: Clean take
2: squeaky clean so beautiful all
0: right let's take it from the top
2: the happily ever after. happily ever after.
0: the princess, she walk happily home. she live happily ever after.
1: This has been What the Folklore. Thanks for listening to our show. If you have story suggestions for us, please send them to wtfolklore at gmail.com and follow us on Facebook and Twitter. Special thanks to the Brobdingnagian Bards for the use of their song Happily Ever After from their album Brobdingnagian Fairy Tales. If you enjoyed our show, please rate and review us on iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts.